the podcast from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. During the season of Lent, we are reading through the entire Gospel of Luke. Each day, you will hear a portion of the Gospel, followed by a brief meditation and a prayer. Subscribe to receive this podcast daily. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to First Lutheran's Lenten Podcast. We are reading the entire book of Luke together. I'm Michelle Edwards, a member of the congregation, and today I'm reading from Luke chapter 7, verses 1 through 35. After Jesus had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave whom he valued highly and who was ill and close to death. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and heal his slave. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly, saying, He is worthy of having you do this for him, for he loves our people, and it is he who built our synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore I did not presume to come to you. But only speak the word, and let my servant be healed. For I am also a man set under authority, with soldiers under me, and I say to one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and the slave does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon afterwards, he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and she was a widower. And with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. This word about him spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. The disciples of John reported all these things to him. So John summoned two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus had just then cured many people of diseases, plagues, and evil spirits, and had given sight to many who were blind. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have good news brought to them, and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who put on fine clothing and live in luxury are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? 
A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And all the people who heard this, including the tax collectors, acknowledged the justice of God because they had been baptized with John's baptism. But by refusing to be baptized by him, the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected God's purpose for themselves. To what then will I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you when you did not dance. We wailed and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Nevertheless, wisdom is vindicated by all her children. This passage relates three stories about Jesus and his ministry to the people. There are a few references to people coming to him, crowds following him. He's a busy man, no end to the demands on his time and abilities. The first story is a surprising one. A Gentile, a centurion in the Roman army, sent a request to Jesus. He asked for healing for a valued slave who was sick. He must have been a remarkable man. Luke says that Jewish elders brought the request to Jesus and spoke highly of him. This was not something that routinely happened. The centurion was part of an occupation army. The Roman soldiers and the Jewish people were not friendly. They had reason to despise each other, yet these elders spoke well of this man. Jesus went along towards the man's home and another message came. The centurion said he wasn't worthy to have Jesus in his home, but as a man who understands authority and giving orders, he is confident that if Jesus gives the word, the slave will be healed. Luke reports that Jesus was amazed at the man's faith. He praised the centurion's faith to the whole crowd, and when the messengers returned home, they found that his slave healed. The second story tells of Jesus and the crowd following him, meeting up with a funeral procession as they came to a town. He stopped, noticed that there was a woman mourning. This was her only son, and she was also a widow. Now, we might understand that this is a sad situation, but at that time, it was more than that. It was a disaster. This woman would have no way to support herself. She was supposed to have a father, a husband, a son, who would care for her, and now she had none. It would be sort of like someone today not only losing a family member, but becoming unemployed and homeless at the same time. Luke reports that Jesus had compassion on the woman. He felt her pain, and he was moved to do something about it. He raised the man from the dead and gave him to his mother. He cared about her pain and her situation, and he had to help. The last story involves John the Baptist. He sent messengers of his own to ask Jesus if he's the one, the promised one, the Messiah. Jesus' response is to point out the miraculous work he was doing, healing people of disease, casting out spirits, curing blindness, deafness, lameness, and more. He told the messengers that this was their answer. He then praised John and warned of the consequences of rejecting John's message. This chapter paints a moving picture of our Lord. He is described in such human terms. 
He's walking around, teaching and healing. People come to him with this request and that. The more he heals and does miracles, the more his fame grows and the more who come to him for help. He's described as feeling amazement, compassion, maybe a little frustration for those who just won't listen. This is such a human Jesus. At the same time, he's exuding power. He's healing from a distance without even speaking the words. He raised a man from the dead. He's healing, curing, fixing all sorts of physical ailments of the people from the bottomless well of his love and power. This is such a divine Jesus. Jesus is undeniably divine. He's able to do all the miracles because of his own divine power. And he's human enough to have compassion on every single person. It's good to remember both aspects of our Jesus. He has the power to meet our every need, help us through any difficulty. And he's human enough to understand our every feeling and have compassion on us for our hurts and our weaknesses. Remember when you pray that, that you are talking to a God with the wisdom and power to overcome any challenge you face and the love and mercy to walk beside you as you face it. Amen.